Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Monday, March 20th, the first day of spring. A rehab program led by a man with lived experience is helping get people off the streets for good. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. The future of Sandag's controversial executive director may be decided soon. On Friday, the executive committee of the Sandag Board of Directors met to discuss Hassan Ikrata's performance review. Members of the public weighed in. Some brought up Ikrata's support of a road user charge or mileage tax and said he should be fired. But others said they liked the changes Ikrata has made at the transportation agency. The committee's conclusions will be presented to the full board on March 24th. An all-electric rapid bus route is coming to the South Bay. The MTS Board of Directors last week approved Rapid 227, or Iris Rapid, as part of the county's bus rapid transit network. The new route will link the Old Time Mesa Transit Center to neighborhoods along the Imperial Beach shores. It will also connect riders with the UCSD Blue Line trolley at the Iris Avenue Transit Center. Service is anticipated to begin this fall. It's the first day of spring, but this week's weather will not be spring-like. There is a chance of rain through early Thursday with the heaviest rain expected tomorrow. The storm is also expected to bring snow to higher elevations. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. From homeless to housed and healthy, to reintegrate it back into society. That's the goal of a rehabilitation program in Chula Vista. Reporter Jacob Ayer says it's finding success getting people permanently off the streets, and it's led by a man who has the lived experience to help. So when the clients come in in the morning... Homelessness and addiction often go hand in hand, says Joey Rubio. He would know. He spent years without a roof over his head, living in canyons and using drugs and spent decades locked up behind bars. But all that's behind him now. He's been sober for seven years and works for the nonprofit McAllister Institute for Treatment and Education in Chula Vista. Uh, we have a kitchen, uh, we have food, uh, uh, and uh, we have a morning meditation here. We have NA meetings, AA meetings. Uh, this is where a lot of the stuff happens. Rubio says an ugly childhood led him down a dark path. He was selling and using heroin by the age of 10. He's 63 now, and along with getting sober, 
He got certified as a drug and alcohol counselor. Now, Rubio is a role model for others. And what, basically, what I try to teach these guys is, uh, you know, life skills, you know, uh, how to be responsible at your job, you know, how to keep a job, how to do resumes, all that stuff. Because I didn't know how to do any of that myself. He supervises a program called Work for Hope, and there's nothing else quite like it in the county. It's a partnership with police, park rangers, and the city of Chula Vista. Since 2018, it's been paying homeless individuals to beautify local parks. Robert McLean has been in the program for two months. Man, it, you know, it helps you save money and get back, you know, into inverting back into society. And plus you're giving back to the city too, which is a good thing. Diana Villarreal is also improving Chula Vista's parks as part of Work for Hope. The mother of seven says it's more effective than other rehabilitation programs she's tried because Rubio can relate to her. Him knowing where I come from and involved in the same similar lifestyle as, as I grew up, he was really... Um, really understanding. He really knew what it's like to get back on your feet. McLean says Work for Hope has given him purpose. It helped him find sobriety, housing, and a life that didn't seem possible or forever lost. It opened up doors for, you know, for work. Like for myself, I just got hired at, at another program, which is pretty good. I've been working for Peco Park. So, and, you know, through this program, it kept me focused, man, and say, like, okay, getting back, getting up early in the morning, coming to work, getting back in the routine. Getting people to take part in the program isn't always easy. Rubio's outreach work happens in canyons, parks, on the streets, and in one infamous area dubbed the jungle. If they don't call me right away. All right, Mama? Hi. That's where hundreds of people live in the brush near the 805 and 54 freeways. Rubio says he gains the trust of people he meets over time with consistent contact. He says the relationships he builds help people accept the services they need. What I want you to do is come see me, brother, and we'll help you get off the streets. You know, you could come there. We have showers there. We have washing machines. You could wash the tramados, that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, and we'll work on a plan to get you off the streets mm -hmm. and stay off the streets, get yeah. you a real good job, yeah. making more money than I make. Rubio has helped hundreds of people reclaim their lives and inspired many to give back in a similar way, like Villarreal plans to do. She says Work for Hope's model should extend beyond Chula Vista. San Diego's lagging because if there were more programs like this, there'd be more homelesses off the street. You know, they'd be in sober living environments. They'd, um, they'd have that light at the end of the day. They'd boost themselves up. They wouldn't be in their tents or where they're at. For the fiscal year, over 200 people, and we're not even done. Off the streets, employable, housed, reunified with their families, with their children, single parents. We're making an impact here. Rubio says there's a need for more people like himself, those with lived experiences in homeless outreach and addiction counseling. I just wish more people to get involved. We have a, you know, a fentanyl pandemic. We have a homelessness all over San Diego, L.A. County, all over. Homelessness is everywhere, you know, and I, I, I want to address those people and help those people out. Rubio has big dreams to expand his team's efforts to beautify other parts of the county and California and get more people permanently off the streets. But it costs money to do that. His organization is running out of financial resources and actively applying for grant funding. Their goal is to raise $1 million, which would keep Work for Hope running for nearly a decade. Jacob Ayer, KPBS News. In other efforts to get people off the streets, there could be a new ordinance banning homeless people from camping on San Diego streets. Reporter Claire Strong takes a look at what it would mean. Being homeless in San Diego could soon land you with a fine. Council member Stephen Whitburn has proposed a new ordinance that would ban homeless encampments on public property if shelter beds are available. 
It would also prevent people from living in places like parks, transit stations, or near schools, whether beds are available or not. We've heard too many stories about people who are in, on the streets who've been randomly attacked, uh, stabbed to death, even set on fire. And there have also been threats to our neighborhoods as well. Homeless advocate Michael McConnell says no one should have to sleep on the street, but says a lack of beds is a big issue. For people like me who are out here on the street, it's obvious that there's a lot more people who want a shelter bed than there are beds available. Class Strong, KPBS News. The city council will have to approve the ordinance. They could vote on it next month. Sidewalk problems are among the top complaints coming from Skyline Paradise Hills, and residents say it takes too long for repairs. iNewsource reporter Crystal Niebla tells us more. According to the City of San Diego, 17% of complaints in the Skyline Paradise Hills area are related to sidewalks, and more than half of those are at least two years old. Paradise Hills resident Guy Preuss said he's been working with his peers for decades to get sidewalks upgraded or installed in his neighborhood. But many problems go unaddressed. The current administration ignores us. The only way you can make it better is, is for people to push. City leaders say they have plans to upgrade public sidewalks and to help make it easier for property owners who are largely responsible for sidewalk upkeep to make those improvements. For KPBS, I'm iNewsource reporter Crystal Niebla. iNewsource is an independently funded nonprofit partner of KPBS. Coming up, how the recent weather has impacted endangered monarch butterflies. We'll have that story and more just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, a journey through computation, data analysis, and real-world applications. Learn more about the online Master of Data Science program from UC San Diego at omds.ucsd.edu. Spyware describes a series of apps that can let you secretly monitor another person's smartphone, SciTech reporter Thomas Fudge says it's all too easy to install and hack. Spyware is also called stalkerware, and it allows someone to see another person's texts, emails, phone calls, and photographs. All you need is temporary access to the person's phone to set it up. Alex Liu is a Ph.D. student at UC San Diego. He was the lead author on a paper called No Privacy Among Spies. His research revealed how these apps work and their level of security, which is not very high. He said many of them use unencrypted communication channels that are easily hacked over Wi-Fi. If the, the app itself is hacked, the problem becomes much bigger because now your data can be exposed to the public. Right? I'm pretty sure you don't want whatever is in your phone to be leaked to the public. Spyware is often seen in cases of spousal abuse and domestic violence. Lou says the apps are easiest to install on Android phones. Thomas Fudge, KPBS News. 
It's not just humans who have suffered from the recent winter storms. The extreme weather conditions have pummeled the endangered monarch butterflies. But experts tell reporter Alexander Wynn there may be a silver lining. At the beginning of this season, there was cause for celebration as more than 330,000 monarchs were counted. That's more than any that have been counted since 2000. But a recent count saw a nearly 60% drop from the beginning of the season. It's also pretty normal to have declines with crazy climatic events. Pam Horsley is the Entomology Collections Manager at the San Diego Natural History Museum. She says the higher number of die-offs is disheartening. Not all monarchs make it through the season, but the higher population count this year means... That there's probably going to be more survivors as well, right? So that gives me hope that um, even if it's been a cold, wet winter, that there will be more survivors here in the spring flying out soon. Horsley says scientists don't really know why the monarch population is rebounding, but it's good that more efforts are being made to preserve the species. Alexander Wynn, KPPS News. And before you go, we want to get your input on friendships and how easy or hard you find it to make new friends. You can call us at 619-452-0228. And let us know your name and what city you are from and your question or comment about friendship. We may use your comments for an upcoming segment. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. We'd like to wish you a happy Persian New Year today. We'll be talking about the holiday in a podcast episode later this week. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening. Have a great Monday. KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org.